Welcome to this episode of The Allied Show. I'm joined by Nick Pierce, co-founder, CEO, and head of problem solving at Homey. Um, hi, Nick. How are you doing? I'm good. Thanks, Chris. Um, thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. No sweat. No sweat at all. Um, so, mate, let's begin with um, Homey. What, what is it and, you know, like how did, how did all of that start for you? Mm. Um, yes, good question. Big question. Um, so, um, I guess we're an organisation that supports young people uh, who are affected by homelessness or hardship around um, skills, confidence and experiences um, to do with sort of work readiness and I guess general preparedness for their futures. But how does that translate into um, layman's terms? I guess, you know, we uh, a streetwear clothing social enterprise, use all of our profits to run some really impactful programs for young people who, um, yeah, are affected by homelessness um, or hardship. So, um it's uh, something that's been a very iterative journey um, and um, has really been informed by logic in trying to create, I guess, a genuine value add and complement sort of the existing ecosystem uh, that um, is currently in play in regards to, to homelessness um, mm-hmm. and also, I guess, trying to kill two beds one stone in, in both having some um, direct impact through our programs and hopefully some indirect impact through our advocacy and using our um our streetwear uh, clothing as a, a vehicle and mechanism to create some conversations and, and share some information and also uh, dispel some preconceived notions. So um, the origins themselves are sort of really from um, some conversations that were had with some people who were living rough on the streets. So myself and one of the other co-founders um, went out one day to the city and just decided to have a chat to someone who was living rough yeah. and kind of asked them a bit about their story and, and what we could practically do to support them. Um, and it was really informative. And one of the biggest sort of insights was that, um, you know, there's sort of this notion of invisibility and there's this great stigma that exists and um, just kind of for people to acknowledge existence. And um, what we decided to do was create a platform, um, a Facebook page and really emulate kind of an existing sort of successful model, which was sort of the Humans of New York piece, um, which we dubbed uh, Homelessness of Melbourne, uh, where we were sharing the stories of people um, in their own words with their consent to try and dispel some of those preconceived notions mm-hmm. towards homelessness. And, and that really... Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, garnered uh, a lot of organic kind of attention and um, then was channeled from sort of the community of followers into some direct action. Uh, and we, we did an event um, where we uh, sort of invited uh, members of the, the homelessness community to come and have um, sort of a first iteration of a dignified shopping experience where we created a pop-up sort of thrift shop equivalent in um, Fed Square for a day um, and um, had a really wonderful kind of exchange. And um like all things, there were many um, sort of areas for improvement and we decided to sort of iterate that into um, what is sort of the origins of, of Homey itself, which is kind of, okay, like we've got this really captive group of people who want to support. There's a real need for us to do something in the community um, and sort of the framing was like, what could we do that would make our mates care about this or support it, mm. you know, um, you know, in a way, and, and maybe not as much as we, you know, do and, and, and don't have to be as passionate, but just an entry point for them. Um, and that was kind of the impetus for um, the streetwear component was like, well, everyone's wearing, you know, like by far and large sort of streetwear culture is a big thing and it's and it's sort of existed for a long time and it's a great um, medium. So we kind of decided to, yeah, use clothing as this vehicle to um, drive some change. And um what ended up happening was we we created um, 
Yeah, uh, um, first iteration of, of Homie. So, so Homie is an acronym for the Facebook page that we started. So it was Homelessness of Melbourne Incorporated Enterprise. Um, and so the tagline was this label for the streets, you know, sort of play on words and streetwear clothing, but also um, touching on that homelessness experience. And um, we we did a, a pop-up clothing store in Melbourne Central, um, which was initially supposed to last for four weeks. Uh, it's obviously since been seven years and yeah. has really evolved. Um, I guess the first product is certainly not what the final or the continuing product is at this point in time. So the insights were um, we did, um, yeah, uh, um, annual um, sort of um, minimum of, of 12 VIP shopping experiences um, in our store. So we would close the store to the public at the end of each month and invite a local homeless service to come in and shop for free and, and, and have this dignified shopping experience, haircuts, food, coffee, et cetera. Um, and um, we would use the profits from the sales to support that. But then what ended up happening was we had a lot of young people coming through these days and just provide some really interesting insights to us around Hey, I'm finding it really hard to get a job these days. I had an amazing experience. I love your brand. I really want to kind of get involved, but I've got nothing on my resume. I'm finding it really hard to get into the, you know, job market. And people have just got an idea of me, which is so far from who I am. Um, so it's a real barrier. So we kind of put two and two together and thought, well, hang on a second. We've got an opportunity here where we're in an employment-based industry. Um, and we've got some people who we're trying to support at a surface level who are after some deeper support. Um, and I guess that's sort of where the marriage came. Um, and, and now obviously we're really focused on these retail training employment pathways uh, as, a, as a key vehicle to support a young person uh, out of homelessness and on that sort of off-ramp. So, um, sorry, it's a, it's a long story um, and I've tried to sort of synthesise it, but it's still long when I try and do that as well. But um, a number of inflection points and it's really being driven by two things, passion and logic. Um, and they still remain, but um, logic has sort of been, I guess, where we've had those pivot moments and tried to craft, you know, a, a better offering, if you will. Yeah, and I think, I mean, you know, you've done well to to cram seven years into, you know, seven minutes. So I think that, <laughs> you know, that that's it's been there's a lot that has gone into that, and I think taking it from, you know, that idea of, uh, you know, telling the stories and removing some of the the stigmas and and just providing transparency on what it actually what homelessness actually is um, mm. for those people and now moving into a, a position where you can give back in a way that's directly impacting their life mm. um, you know I think that that's what resonated with me I think it's something that you know the more you know if we can actually do things um, that's where I, I I love it when there's like some action yeah, yeah. Um, on how you know, how can we actively do something? How can we get as many people involved as we possibly can? And I think, you know, sometimes people need something. Um, so if we need to, you know, do streetwear to, to kind of make that happen, then that's what has to happen. So, you know, I think it's, I think it's great what you've been able to put together. Um, and I, I do want to kind of dive into those um, days where you close down the store and you literally invite invite people in and and create an experience for them um what what are some of like the the biggest value adds for that do you think um look there's a number i mean like obviously dignity is at the forefront right so it's mm. like ultimately you know it's almost the antithesis of what would be a traditional vrp consumer you know at a mm. um a prada as such if you will you know so it's it's really i guess not knocking i mean that, that i guess i'm just giving an example um yeah. of you know sort of flipping that notion on its head and um look i think for us like 
you also can't just discount the value of creating a fun day for someone who's um, had some really challenging recent times, et cetera. So mm. one of the biggest goals of it is to actually generate some fun, um, which sounds really simple, right? And it's kind of like, oh, yeah, well, whatever, but what does it actually mean? But what that can lead to um, for people is that we have found that this is such a wonderful entry point for us where we have this really eloquent campaign uh, that we put together in terms of helping someone get from point A to B and this project, um, which is this Pathway Alliance program. And it's a wonderful entry point for someone to come into our store and have had um, the experience of being part of that program return and help co-facilitate that day because that's what we do is we have graduates from our employment-based program come in and help co-facilitate the experience. And you've literally got this yeah. wonderful um piece of peer advocacy where someone's saying, hey, welcome to, to Homie today, um, you know, in a non-invasive manner. Um, and um, I was I was here eight months ago and I've done this program which they run and I'm, I'm now doing this and whatever. And it, it's a really powerful form of advocacy to actually recruit people into what is, um, you know, a significant kind of um, program that, that can actually create lasting change. So it, so it serves that purpose, which I really love because it kind of demonstrates our model kind of um, and the elegance of it. But, you know, it is it is really uh, to create um, a dignified, fun experience for someone who is going through or has had some challenging times. And, and hopefully, you know, uh, when they reflect back on that, they can be like, you know, I, I had this, you know, tough period, but I had this wonderful experience this day and people saw me for who I was and I was, I was validated and I was, um, you know, not given... Uh, secondhand, hand-me-down, clothing, et cetera, like it was a quality experience. And that's so important is that you deserve this just as much as the next person. So that's also a really key piece um, and one of the criteria is to make sure that, you know, we're not giving sort of secondhand offcuts, et cetera, like this is brand new product that someone is having. So it's it's just confidence building. It, it is really, mm. but it's also just giving people what they deserve. Um, and um, it's just awesome i mean yeah. sorry that sounds really simple again but um no but i can i can feel it i can feel that you know it is something that you're super passionate about and how it's how you're able to continually make an impact and i mean how how did how do you keep creatively kind of um changing the experience or like how was what's kind of those things that you've learned over time on how to make sure, you know, it is a dignified experience and it's something that um, they're going to, uh, you know, people are going to want to engage with it and come back to. Yeah, for sure. And I, I think it's really tailoring their experience to the clients. So, like, mm. you know, for instance, we, we may have sort of like a, um, like a women's refuge or shelter, et cetera, which, um, you know, some people may have had some really um, uh, traumatic experiences um, with, with with men in the past so we'll create a day to make sure that there isn't that presence and that it is, you know, a safe space. Um, so I guess it's just kind of making those sort of uh, informed, um, sort of highly um, considered mm. um, solutions to make sure that people aren't uh, uh, able to access something because of, you know, who they are, where they've come from. So I guess that's kind of sort of one of the key ingredients and elements behind it is to really curate the um, the experience to um, the the customer uh, and making yeah. sure that they are they are our VIPs and that we're not just putting it as a um, a label that oh you come in and have this day it's like you you, you actually see that you are a VIP because we've considered the factors that have maybe hindered you from having this kind of engagement before so mm. I guess that's probably the best way to put it is like it's a very considered approach and highly comprehensive yeah for sure and I think looking at even the way you approach things um, from 
a collaboration point of view, it's always, you know, putting those clients first. Um, that's very much what, what I see from the outside is when you're putting something together, it's always about those clients coming in. It's always about those people coming into the store and, and, and having that experience. So I think that I can see how considered it has been. Um, knowing now the depth of consideration, I think that's even more powerful. And um, it's really cool to, to get to look at a little bit closer what is actually happening and, and the work that goes into something like this. Um, so, you know, major congrats to be able to keep this going seven years in, you know, it's, it's a lot of work. Yeah, no, thank you. Um, it is, I I guess the other, you know, message is like, you just can't underestimate like the impact of small gestures. And that's the thing, like, I think we're also trying to communicate to people is like, you don't have to try and like to to have impacts, you know, change the world overnight. But if, if every person is just, um, finding some natural extensions that they can incorporate into, um, you know, their being and how they operate, um, then the sheer power of numbers behind that, everyone is doing something, obviously that that does actually create significant change as well. So I guess it's also just like a reflection that um, they, they do matter. Those, those small gestures, they, they absolutely add up um, and, um, you know, we're all capable of them. And it's just thinking about where um, and what you can incorporate. So, um, yeah, that's, that's a, it's a great reflection. Yeah, definitely. And so recently um, there was a, uh, again, like a, a collaboration that you did with Champion and and Smiley, and I think that you know is aligning with with brands with the same purpose. Definitely something that you know you've always wanted to do. Like, is that part of the direction for you? Yeah, I'll look for sure. And I mean, I think again, like for us, it's about meaningful relationships and engagement. So, like with those two um, bodies in particular, so like Champion, for instance, um, are a um, member of our Pathway Alliance and and sort of um, have been a foundational member of that. So what they um, do for us, which is absolutely wonderful, and what we do for them is essentially broker relationships and find um, stores and locations where we can have young people in our programs work. So, you know, there's that depth there. It's not just kind of a service level. We've created a really cool premium product. There's actually some really meaningful things happening behind the scenes, um, which is, you know, so important to us that it's just nothing is surface level. It's, you know, everything's a value exchange um, and we're creating such great value for one another um, through, I guess, utilising our, our strengths and being, you know, strength-based in, in our approach to our work. Um, and then Smiley's been fantastic because I I didn't really realise sort of the scale of, of the organisation and, and their impact in the community or communities, if you will, um, and um, to have been sort of, you know, not only uh, able to access the assets but then be part of uh, their Smiley movement piece and, and to have um, some some content produced and an and, and article as well um, on their global platform. Um, it's just awesome. So I just um, I think for us it's, you know, you've, you've got to kind of um, – live the virtues and and that is for us is about having yeah really meaningful um partnerships that that are um sort of yeah i guess informed you know via sort of depth so um so that's been cool because it kind of really translates across to you know how we treat ourselves as well so um yeah it's just been been an awesome experience and it's great product as well yeah yeah i mean i'm a proud owner of one of a piece of the product so i think it's like it is it is exactly what you would expect and knowing that there is a level of you know uh social enterprise behind it i think that that just gives it a a, you know a little bit of greater meaning um for whatever purpose and i think it's you know the way that you can just shop and consume with you know a little bit of um 
I don't know the word I'm trying to look for, but it's like it, there's a little bit of consciousness and and, and choosing, um, mm. I suppose, what you're going to do um, and, and how you're going to spend your money. Well, it's like pride as well, right? And it's, it is that yeah. notion of like, you know, wearing your, your values on your sort of chest and back. So um, absolutely, I think um, that's also something that's really cool is like uh, you see, well, I love seeing people in the community here wearing homey clothing. It's almost like, you know, you kind of, walk past one another and there's that little kind of nod you sort of get it like yeah you know not like oh we're great people and you know praise us etc but just kind of like you do you know once you're in the know and you're part of these communities you kind of seek that out and see it and it's it's cool to see that you're also not alone so Mm. oh definitely and i think that is that is the ultimate thing right is belonging and and having a sense of community so you know if that's again another extension of what you're doing then you know definitely on on that right path of, you know, going towards reaching your goals. So, mm. I mean, so what's like, what's, what's coming up next for, for homie and, and really like, how can, how can we get involved? Yeah. I mean, look, I think for us, homies, like it's always about conscious growth. So like, so committed to um, delivering impact with quality. Um, mm. So, you know, I guess like with our VIP days, um, we're looking at sort of doing some, some rural moments. So that'd be really cool to kind of get out um, beyond sort of the, um, the, the, the Metro uh, Melbourne sort of um, bubble, um, which is going to be fantastic. So we're really looking forward to enacting um, some of those. Um, but um, oh, look, on the brand front, there's always uh, things happening and, and, and all positive really just in terms of, you know, some exciting kind of uh, collaborations and um, installations and moments, uh, some which I can't reveal obviously at this point in time. Of, but, course, um, of course. You know, I think um, it's... Um, you know, we've now also got, you know, an annual campaign, which is really important for us, which is around trying to just get some really basic information and connect with people in regards to youth homelessness. And that's that Youth Homelessness Matters Day. And we did a campaign, which was fantastic. We just finished up What is the Homelessness, um, which, which ran in April. And that'll be an annual thing for us that we're looking to build on sort of year on year. Um, but yeah, it all comes back to our impacts, you know, and like, what, what are we doing? And, and sometimes it's not just what we're doing, it's the way we're doing it. And that's always really important. So we like we, we do think that there um, is, is is some relative sort of scale that we can explore within our, our existing projects. Um, but we're also sort of really um, orientated to making sure that it is delivered with absolute quality and care. Because if we're not doing that, then we shouldn't be trying to do something in the first place if it's not actually going to deliver. Um, yeah. However, um, yeah, there's there's certainly some exciting things on the horizon um, always. But I think, um, yeah, from a um, from an involvement perspective, I guess, like, you know, first and foremost, the easiest thing to do is, is always just to um, jump on our website and, um, and and read a bit about our programs and, and, and how it works. So there's, there's a great segment um, on the website, um, which is, you know, about our programs. And I'd really recommend people, if they're interested, to, to read a bit more about them um, and some of the outcomes and some of the faces and et cetera, and sort of to be able to see that and feel that it is tangible um obviously mm-hmm. support potentially as a customer and to to shop with us is you know i guess we tried to make it easy for you in terms of well how do i support well just grab yourself a t-shirt you know or a hoodie yeah. uh, right now it's probably um a more appropriate item if you're based in melbourne um okay. so so that's also obviously such an easy way and i guess the key way we try and drive people is you know hopefully you also really love the product and you know again can wear it with pride and it be sort of a further expression of your values so so that's also a vehicle um but absolutely um you know following us um, on our social media um, there's always things happening there and behind the scenes so I guess that's also wonderful but I think like from a um, high level a really easy thing or two that you can do in regards to I guess just sort of with homelessness in general is also like language is so powerful so we always talk about 
you know, people we work with being a young person who's affected by homelessness hardship. But also we started with our Facebook page that no one was or is a homeless person, but they're a person experiencing homelessness. Mm-hmm. So it, it is a situation or a circumstance that people can get out of with the right level of support and care and opportunity. So I think that's a really easy thing that people can do is just, you know, to potentially change the just the language that's used when referring to someone because it actually um, restores some dignity and it also, but it removes indignity in terms of referring to someone as a homeless person that, that their circumstances dictate who they are, which is which is absolutely not true, obviously. So that's that's something I think that's just a really important thing. And then we're often asked, oh, like, what should I do if I walk past someone who's living rough? Should I give money or not? And I guess my kind of... Um, Insights would be if I if I have spare change, um, I'll, I'll certainly um, offer it. But I also I'm not you know um, dictating where that's going. I'm not saying, well, don't you go spending that on this and be naughty or whatever. It's you know ultimately it's at that person's discretion, uh, and I'm very willing to part with that. And also having had a very very small uh, experience that is in no way um, compatible to. Um, experiencing homelessness, but spending a couple of nights um, and trying to live rough, you know, in the city, it is. Um, you know, and we've heard this from people we've spoken to, it's Groundhog Day, you know, and, and you truly feel invisible. Um, and I can understand why someone might also, you know, um, have a bottle or something or whatever it may be to numb that experience because it is um, it is the same day over and over again. And you, you can't even imagine what that's like. And with the elements mm-hmm. also at play right now, who am I to judge what someone does with their time? Um, but also, I guess, not making assumptions in terms of, um you know, I'm just going to go and grab someone some macros or something like that, actually asking, hey, can I get you something if that's something you're interested in doing as opposed to offering some some money if you feel comfortable? Can I grab yeah. you something but not making an assumption? Because I made the mistake of previously going and getting someone some macros and then going, hey, I've got you some stuff. And they go, yeah, what? And I'm like, wait a second, I've gone and got you macros. But they're like, I've been offered macros 10 times today, you know, and I've had it twice. So mm. you don't feel great after you've had macros three times, do you? So it's all <laughs> just kind of being considered and that was a really great moment for me as well to be like oh shit yeah of course that makes sorry language um perfect sense. i was just like of course so just sometimes like you know what do you need what can i get for you so that that would be my advice if you were comfortable but you also don't have to if you're not so there's some of the mm. key questions we're often asked yeah i love that and i think that is one of the biggest things is um that i've faced as, as well personally is like you know what you can do and and how you approach it and i think if we just have those conversations um more openly and directly um, being conscious and, and asking the question rather than assuming. Um, yeah, I think that's that's as simple as it can get. So, mate, look, thank you, thank you so much for taking some time away today and and chatting with me and about Homie and the way that it's all come together and what's kind of happening, albeit secretive and, and amazing in the future, where we're really kind of pumped to see what that looks like and and we're here at, at allied to kind of just put whatever support we can behind it so um yeah thank you so much mate no i appreciate it thanks for your time and being interested in, in helping to spread um our message so thanks for your time chris it's a pleasure thank you Cheers, mate.